Hey, podcast listeners, this is Pastor Mike, the lead pastor here at V1 Church. And I've got a question for you. How do you define rest? Seriously, is it poolside, non-pandemic world? Is it a three-minute reprieve from your crying babies? I don't know what it is, but I know that God has a very clear definition of what it is. And my wife is gonna unlock those secrets in scripture. So go ahead, take, take a seat, recline back, Get ready to listen, get ready to learn, and invest in yourself today. And I'll talk to you on the other side of this message, our second installment in our new series, Do Nothing. Pastor Julie, take it away. Hello, church. Happy Mother's Day. We miss you. I am so excited and honored to be bringing the word today. I am so thankful for our church. I'm so thankful for our lead pastor, my husband, Pastor Mike, he is doing such an awesome job leading and guiding us through this crazy time. And he's just done it with such grace and such wisdom. And I wanna honor him today. I also wanna honor all the moms who are watching. If you are a mother, a grandmother, an aunt, a dog mom, we honor you, we love you. And we are so thankful for you, thankful for all the mother hearts that are in our church, who are bringing other people alongside them, loving them, nurturing them. We give you so much honor today and I hope you guys have just a blessed, day, but we are in a series called Do Nothing, and we are talking about rest. What does God say about rest, and how do we do that, especially in this crazy, crazy season? So if you have not listened to the podcast from last week, I want to encourage you, go back, check that out. Brady Boyd was a guest on that, and it'll be a blessing to your life. But such an interesting season to be talking about rest, right? It's just a, a crazy time and we're kind of redefining what rest looked like because as of a couple months ago, some of you might have qualified rest as having time off, having a few days to kind of catch up and rest is different. When you have a few days off and it's your choice, that's one thing. When you go into this sort of crisis mode where it isn't your choice, it's another. And so you have to define what, what rest looks like and what does it look to God? What does it look like to God? What does God say about it in a time of, of crisis? And what I'm learning and what I think we're all learning is that uh, for some of you, you've had, you've had this time off. You've had this um, break in your regularly scheduled programming, right? And for some of us, like my family, it's, it's just been a busier season seems like the workload has increased. And so regardless of what spectrum you're on, I think something we've all learned is that time off doesn't equal rest. And if you're a mom, it really doesn't equal rest because you have no days off, hello, 24 seven. And so we've been calling uh, what we've been doing in the past rest, right? Time off, time to unplug. But what does God have to say about rest? Because you have a whole new set of stresses and what rest was a few months ago now in a crisis is no longer what's looked at as proper rest. And so, um, you know, distance and time off doesn't equal rest anymore. And so we're having to redefine. And what I'm learning is that rest is a heart posture. And so as Amer American, American culture, we are terrible at rest. I was reading some statistics and studies show that we are actually getting two hours less rest a night than we were 
50 years ago. That's 14 less hours of sleep on an average week than we were 50 years ago. And what's funny is that technology has increased. The, the pace of life has increased. And you think we'd be worn out and tired, but guess what? That's not the case. And, uh, you know, it's like we are a tired culture. We are a busy culture. Proverbs 12, 25, this is in the ESV version. It says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. So today we have a good word for you. Your battle is not yours. That's a good word. Your stress is not yours. Your unrest isn't yours. Hello, amen. God wants to lead you to rest and give peace to your heart today. So you don't have to come out of this global crisis with, you know, no eye bags and you don't have to come out of this global crisis ripped out, you know, with muscles and check off all the things in your lat list and have all your closets organized because you can actually grow more in your rest than you can in your own striving. And so as long as you're doing rest God's way. And so am I preaching to anybody this morning? Are y'all getting that in your spirit? Amen? I can't hear you, but I could see you and I feel like you're getting it. So it doesn't mean that you can't grow or you can't change yourself or you can't be challenged in the season. In fact, I think you should use this time wisely, but it's all about how you do it and with what heart you're doing it. And so I wanna read Psalm 23 to you. It says, this is what's referred to um, uh, you hear this referenced a lot. In fact, V1, we have an original song that Brie wrote all about Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So how do you rest in a stressful time? How do you rest in a global pandemic, in a crisis, when you're working from home, right? And you have kids screaming everywhere. Hello. Uh, what do you do when you're, when you're not homeschooling, you're crisis schooling, and you're trying to get everybody's work done, and you do the work for the wrong week, and then you gotta go back and redo what you missed, and you've got spouses working in tight spaces together, and you, if you're like us, you're on a second floor, and you can't just go outside and get the wiggles out. Um, and by wiggles, yes, adults, you might have to go get go for a run, go get some fresh air. Um, and you're managing heavy workloads and it could be pay cuts and finances that, how do you manage that? How do you, how do you navigate stress in that kind of crazy time? I'm gonna give you three ways or just three suggestions that I'm gonna make um, to how to do that. Number one, don't reach for a counterfeit. 
That's a way that you can enter God's rest. Don't reach for a counterfeit. So in Genesis, you have Abraham, right? He was the, he was God's promise uh, to him was that he was going to father many nations, but he was old and he had no children and his wife was barren. And Sarah, his wife, got really nervous and was scrambling to try to make God's promise come to pass. How many have ever tried to force God's promise in your life? I know I've done that. And so she has this, uh, this, this woman who works in her home and, and she, she takes her to uh, Abraham and she said, no, you, you have a baby with her because she can bear children. And she tries to force God's promises. And sometimes, have you ever helped God out by saying like, here, God, here's how you're going to bless me. Here's how you're going to, here's how you're going to make me the father of nations. Here's how you're going to come through with that promise. And so sometimes in order to enter in an attempt to enter God's rest, we begin to strive. And out of striving, we reach for counterfeits. And so instead of being faithful to the very thing that God's put in your hands, being faithful to the word that he put in your hands, sometimes we try to force a door open and we try to make that prophetic word that we received so many years ago about increase happen by doing this and doing that. Instead of, uh, instead of doing something like going to therapy and working on our issues, that sometimes we'll grab for an addiction to try to enter rest and we'll try to drown our problems in something like that. Instead of working on your marriage and working on the things that you need to do, sometimes you'll jump into, you know, for some, I've heard of people struggling with like fantasy books or pornography, right? You're, you're grabbing a counterfeit to try to enter into a semblance of rest. And instead of working on your own family, you could be yelling at your kids while trying to watch a YouTube video trying to watch a family spend quality time together. Has anyone done that? Am I the only one? Kids, quiet down. I'm trying to watch this family go to Disneyland. Ever done that? <laughs> and so what we've learned is that true rest is trusting in God's plan and not grabbing a counterfeit. That's one way that you could enter rest. And so you might say, Jules, I just, I don't, feel it. It's, it's too stressful right now. It's too crazy. I just don't feel that way. And that's okay. I get your point. But that leads me to the next suggestion on how you might enter rest. Number two, rest is not a feeling. Rest is a choice. I'm going to say it again. Rest is not a feeling. Rest is a choice. Rest isn't the warm fuzzies, right? Rest isn't, um, shutting down and unplugging and shutting your door. Although sometimes as a mom, that might be my version of rest in, in different times. But I love this scripture in Hebrews 4, verses 9 through 11. I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. I love the way that this is that this is worded. It says, So we conclude that there is still a full and complete rest waiting for believers to experience. As we enter in, to God's faith, rest, life. We cease from our own works. We cease from our own, I'll add striving into that. Just as God celebrates his finished works and rest in them. So then we must give our all and be eager to experience this faith, rest, life so that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt and un 
belief. I love that term used in the Passion Translation, faith rest. Faith rest. First, you got to choose to do it in faith that God will provide when you choose rest. Point number three, here's another suggestion on how to enter rest. Rest is a journey, not a destination. I'm going to say that again. Rest is a journey, not a destination. Rest is not a spot on the game board like Candyland, right? It's not a destination on a game board. You don't arrive at rest. You're going to go through through stressful, crazy cycles in life, right? Marriages is going to have its ups and downs. Having children is going to have its ups and downs. Having jobs and careers and education, it's got its ups and its downs. But if you have a rhythm of rest, then you will have moments of reprieve to get back in the fight of the very thing that that God has placed in your hands for. See, here's the thing. It's Mother's Day. And when it's Mother's Day, you get to brag about your kids. So that's what I'm about to do for like the next 20 seconds. Now, my firstborn, uh, Mike and I, we had her, I think a year after we were married and we were first time parents. Honestly, I, I was right out of college. I didn't read a lot of books. And so I just had the birth that everybody told me about, right? You go to the, you you are, you know, you go to the doctor, uh, when you, when your water breaks, you go to the hospital and whatever drugs that they're giving out, we'll take them. Okay. (laughs) And that's where I was at. Now with my second daughter, I had some reaction to some stuff that they had given me with my firstborn. Now it's mother's day. Remember, I get to tell the story. This is like my one day. So I'm going to take it. But with my second daughter, because of just some bad experiences I had with my my first birth, I did a lot of research. And one of the things that I chose to do, and I think every, and and my first one was great, uh, my second one was great, whatever you choose to do. But but this time I chose to, because of the reactions that I had, I chose to not have medication when I gave birth. Yeah, I'll take a moment of silence for all the women who've done that. That is crazy. And... Here's what they told me because I I had to, I I told my midwife, I said, I just got to get some perspective. Like, how am I going to do this? And this is what she told me. She said, contractions go in an arc. Okay. Are you guys following me? So you have rest, you have increasing pain, you have really crazy pain that you want to slap somebody and then they have decreasing pain and then you have several minutes of rest. She said, if you can focus on the rest, When the pain gets really, really intense, just know rest is coming. Well, I wish you got a little more rest in between that. But what that did was it gave me perspective that there was a rhythm of rest, that no matter how crazy things got, I had a focus on uh, what she told me. And sometimes through life, no matter how crazy things get, you can have a focus on God's word that says, okay, I might be going through this situation and then it might get worse. But you know what? At some point, God's word is going to activate and it's going to be real in my life. And I'm going to have a vision that rest is coming because rest is not a destination. Rest is a journey. Rhythms of rest, rhythms of grace in my life. You have to experience faith rest. You have to choose 
to rest. Let me read this scripture to you. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 29. It says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. I want to read it again in the message version. This is the same scripture. It's just written in a little bit easier to understand way. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out to religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. In other words, do it God's way and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. See, God wants to give you true rest, true rest, faith rest. He wants you to make a decision to rest. And today, on this Mother's Day, you might be feeling some unrest. Maybe you lost your mom. Maybe you've lost a child. Maybe you've always wanted children and you guys just haven't been able to have kids yet. Or maybe you're single and, and, and this is something that you desire, but it just hasn't happened yet. And so not everybody is just cheerfully celebrating on this day. Some people are experiencing a real unrest in their soul, real sadness, some grief, and maybe you have empty arms on this day. And for those who are struggling, especially with infertility, I want you to know as a church, we see you and we are acknowledging your pain. And I want to encourage you, wherever you are on that spectrum, maybe this is a great day for you, or maybe, maybe you're a mom with, with a house full of kids or a dad with a house full of kids, but you haven't been who you've wanted to be for them, or maybe there's been some painful seasons that you're walking through, and so there's some unrest there. I want to encourage you to lean into God's rest, even when you don't feel it. I'll add, especially when you don't feel it. Faith rest. This is the kind of rest that only can come from Jesus. And if you're watching this and you've said, man, I, I've lived my whole life feeling weary. I, I've lived my whole life and never experienced any rest. I want to ask the question, have you accepted Jesus, because that is the reason that you will experience true rest, true freedom. You'll be able to live lightly and freely because He takes your burden. He takes your sin. He takes your unrest. He took it on the cross. He died and He rose again so that you could live free, so that you could live in rhythms of grace. And I just want to encourage you today if you're looking for ways to find rest in a crazy time, I want to encourage you, ask the Holy Spirit, teach me how to rest in this season. 
Rest isn't a nap. It's not a break. It's not yelling at your kids and slamming the door, although all guilty as charged. <laughs> Rest is choosing to believe that God's word is true, even maybe when it doesn't feel like it. True rest is singing the worship song over a dark and weary situation, even when you don't feel like it. True rest is believing the best about your situation, even when it doesn't feel like it. And true rest is having peace, choosing peace rather, when you don't feel like it. And so this morning, I just want to pray for you. I want to encourage you. We're going to have a little music that's going to be on. And I want you to just take this time. I want you to give your unrest to God and exchange it for faith rest today. Let me pray for you. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the people of this church. I thank you for those who tuned in for the first time. I'm, I'm so thankful that they have decided to listen to what your word has to say about this season. And God, I, I th I'm just so thankful, Lord, that you are going to teach us about true rest, that we can't get that from a bubble bath. We can't get that from a vacation. We can't get that from slamming our door shut. God, true rest can only be found in the goodness of the cross and the freedom that Jesus brings and the power of the Holy Spirit. And God, we thank you and we believe, God, that you are filling our church, filling our hearts with true rest, faith rest. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We love you, church. Wow, what an incredible lesson. My wife really unpacked so much. We've already gotten a ton of messages from people around the world telling us how much this message helped them. And we wanna hear from you too. So go ahead and do yourself a favor. Go to v1.church. Go ahead, click that contact button, send us a message and let us know. And then the last thing I'm gonna ask you to do, and this is probably the most important, is invest this message in someone else. That's right. Those who refresh others, they themselves are refreshed. So if you wanna keep this refreshing flow in your life, you know how you do it? Send this podcast to someone else and invest in them. I'll see you guys next Sunday because I'm gonna be preaching the house down with part three of Do Nothing. See you guys this week.